Hi, folks. Welcome to prayers. Welcome to prayers for Wednesday, April 29th. Uh, grateful as always to be in prayer with you all. And I would invite you to leave your names in the comment section as well as your prayer concerns that we might uh, pray over them together during our time of prayer and also know who the community is that we are holding um, this space with. You know, there's an old uh, apocryphal story about Thomas Merton, the, the monk who said, you know, how can you spend all this time in prayer um, when there's so much work to be done in the world? And he said, how do I know that um, it's not the prayer of these various monastic communities that is in fact holding the world together? And, and there's a part of me that thinks that that is what this time can do, right? How do we not know that this time we take together uh, is in fact holding the world together and maybe, maybe just maybe stitching it back together a little bit too. Don, thank you so much for, for checking in here. I am also thankful for the promise of spring that is lighting up around us and from Lee as well. I am going to start our prayer this morning, uh, this afternoon, with a, a reading from Peace and Good throughout the year with Francis of Assisi. I'm going to use just a piece of it. It's a daily devotional text using um, the life of uh, Francis of Assisi as a uh, guidepost. And evidently, the last time I really read this was spring because a packet of flower seeds just fell out. So uh, evidently, it's been a year since I really checked in with Assisi. So Oops. But I'd like you to settle in right now and listen to where uh, this devotion might be taking you in your prayer life. Rebuild is the command. Francis left the town one day to meditate out of doors as he was passing by the church of San Domeno, which was threatening to collapse with age. He felt the urge to go in and pray. There, as he knelt in prayer before a painted image of the crucified, he felt greatly comforted in spirit and his eyes were full of tears as he gazed at the cross. Then all of a sudden, he heard a voice coming from the cross and telling him three times, Francis, go and repair my house. You see it is falling down. Francis, go and repair my house. You see it is all falling down. Francis, go and repair my house. You see it is all falling down. Francis was alone in the church and he was terrified at the sound of the voice, but the power of its message penetrated his heart and he went into an ecstasy. Eventually, he, be, he came back to himself and prepared to obey the command he had received. With that in mind, friends, let us be together in prayer. As we draw into this time of prayer, we become aware of your presence, God. We settle into our seats, feeling the contours of this body you have given us, the spine holding us, giving the lungs flexibility to breathe in and out, the sturdiness of the spine allowing the rest of us to move. We feel the seat bones. Feeling the weight of our head on our neck and the feel of the floor on our feet. And we let the weight of our feet on the floor connect us with the earth and realize through that connection, 
our connection with all things. The earth that stretches below us, connecting Dawn and Lee and myself here in Middlesex and you, when you watch this, when you pray with us, and in realizing our connection with one another and with the earth, we realize our connection with you, God, and your presence with us right now. And so we welcome you in as we review our day, beginning with gratitude as both Don and Lee have lifted up for the spring that we see emerging around us. And then we extend further back in our day, thinking about the moment we opened our eyes. What did we see? How can we be grateful for it? For our breakfast, hurried or leisurely, for the sustenance we give you, thanks for the walk we took or the call we made, whatever our morning looked like, we give you thanks for it. Knowing that even if it was a struggle, you were there. And then we focus in on the connections we have made in this extraordinary time in the life of the world. And we think about a connection that rises to the fore for us, whatever that connection might be, whether it's a connection that is slipping away or one that is really uh, speaking to us, what are you trying to say to us in this connection? We notice the emotions that we feel when we think about this connection, not judging it, not analyzing it, just noticing the emotions. What are you trying to say to us in our own emotions? And then we listen to your voice telling us to go and repair my house. Go and repair my house. It is falling down. What has been is falling down, God. We hear you telling us this. And we know that in a way we should be grateful for this falling down and the way it is exposing the disordered, even sinful bones of our fragmented and unequal society. So we ask you to help us understand how we are to build a new home in this time. What is there for me to do in this time? How can I be a part of this rebuilding, we ask God? How can I transmit your love for the lost and the least? How can I transmit my care for those who are hungry or unsheltered? How can I help build a house that recognizes the contributions of our essential workers? How can I help build a house that wants this de deep breath I feel in my lungs right now to be available for all and not just for some? Because as always, God, we pray for those who struggle, including ourselves, including those who battle the demons of COVID or comorbidities, whatever those might be, or mental illness or addiction, isolation or despair, those who have lost their jobs or seen their pensions fall, have given up their celebrations or who grieve alone. We pray for those who toil right now, keeping the world moving, the leaders and the line workers, the janitors and the bankers, the doctors and the nurses, the child caregivers and their partners, 
keeping it all going at home. We pray for the parents who are trying to do the absolutely impossible right now. Go and repair my house. You call to us throughout the ages. Go and repair my house. It is all falling down. And we pay attention in this moment to how that call makes us feel. Does it bring about anxiety? A sense of calm? A sense of purpose? We ask insight in this time into what we are being called to rebuild. How can we co-create with you our living God? Help us to start right here with our lives. Help us repair what needs repairing. Help us loose what needs loosing. Help us embrace where we have seen your presence this day. We pray for the safety of Lee's son as he drives from Roanoke to Burlington tomorrow. And we pray in gratitude for the gold finches at Dawn's feeder this morning and the signs of life. God, we are thankful for this life and for all of those you have given us to care for. And we end here with an acknowledgement of your presence with us in these times of trial, in the beauty and the love, and yes, even in the pain, for that lets us know that we are alive and that we love. And we ask that you might help us really lean into the love, that we might fall in love with the world anew this afternoon and as we rise in the morning that we might fall in love with the world again and that we might bring this your love to those who are desperate for it. All of this we pray in the name of Jesus who taught us that you are here with us in the struggle and the joy, saying together, Amen. Amen, friends. I am so grateful, as always, to be in prayer with you, and I hope you will join me tomorrow at 1230. Be well.